it is time to order your copy of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination, written by Eric M. Twiggs. By reading Eric's book, you will receive a proven roadmap and blueprint to beat procrastination so you can make more money, get more done, and become aligned with your divine purpose. To order your copy, visit www.thedisciplineofnow.com. Welcome to the 30-Minute Hour. It's the weekly podcast where we discuss business, sports, politics, and whatever's on our mind. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner. Joining me as always, you know him as my right-hand man, my partner in crime. He's the business strategist extraordinaire and all-around good guy, Ted Fells. And I'm your, your I'm your right-hand guy and all of that, but you keep giving me the wrong Zoom uh, link so that I can't get uh, onto the show on time. You know, it's interesting that, you know, I just got the same information that Ted got, but for some reason, you know. Well, you wanted the guests on because they're the guests. <laughs> okay. That's right. So, so you know, if, if you watch this show, if you're a fan of this show, you know I, I always have something that's on my mind. But apparently on this episode, Ted has something that's on his mind. Let, maybe let's give Ted a chance to really clear his chest so we can move on and have an excellent show. Ted, yeah, man, I, I just want the right link. <laughs> that's all I'm asking for. I just give me the right link so that I can get on the show on time. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. I'm asking for a whole life. Just you don't ask for a whole life. Yeah, just a right. Just, just a, a right little more than five seconds. That's it. Just give me a little time to get in, have a chance to meet the guests, get to know them. I'm, I'm cramming everything in like 30 seconds. That's all. <laughs> you just want to be able to get on to your podcast. That, that, that's all you want. That's all you want in life, right? Inclusion. Inclusion. That's, that's, right. that's all I want. Inclusion matters. All that's right. all. All right. Well, as you can see, this is not your everyday podcast. Hopefully you're still watching, but yes, you, you can find us right here on the 30 Minute Hour Facebook page, coming at you live every Monday at seven o'clock. Uh, you can also check us out on the 30minutehour.net, which is our website. You can go back and you can see the archive of all the episodes we've got. And we're also coming at you live on IGTV. Shout out to all of you that are watching me right now here on IGTV. And you notice I've got a guest uh, sitting here. We're gonna introduce her in just a moment. This is gonna be an amazing show. I know you've got all these questions about what does it really mean to hustle with heart? Mm. I'm gonna answer that question for you. Uh, but first I wanna talk to you about the What Now movement. Our guest is a part of it as well. Uh, today, it, there's two M's involved with the What Now movement, right? So first you have Motivation Monday. And once again, we had Jackie Deschamps. And I think she broke the internet. Mm. Yeah. The internet is now broken just because of all of the comments. That's why you couldn't get the link, Ted. <laughs> so that's what it is, Aaron, a broken internet. All right. It was Jackie's fault. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I feel much better about that. I mean, she got 
so many overwhelming responses. I mean, it was over 30 comments when I was in there last. She did a motivational Monday about really how do you maintain the, the right mindset during the pandemic. So definitely go into the What Now Movement Facebook group and check it out. I mean, she did a fantastic job. Mm. I, I was motivated. And again, the internet is broken. And this explains why Ted didn't get the link. Uh, but there's also a second M for Monday, and that's marketing. Again, this is your opportunity to promote your business, promote your podcast. You know, as long as your podcast doesn't come on Monday at seven o'clock. That's right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Otherwise, promote away. That's right. uh, and, and I always say, you just never know who's watching. That's right. You know, you, you think nobody's paying attention to what you're putting out there, but you just never know. This could be your moment to get discovered. And as Ted and I always say, just don't, just remember the little people when you That's blow it. up, That's you know, it. at least mention the 30 minute hour podcast when you really get to that next level. Now send us a check. <laughs> me, you can, you can remember the podcast, but also remember put a little cash app, whatever, just send us a little, just a little thank you, a little thank you donation. Uh, yep. That, that, that will work too. All right, and then shout out to all of you watching us who are in the What Now movement. Feel free to put your comments in and if you got questions for our guests, be sure to put those in the chat. I'm sure she'll get, she can answer them live or depending on the timing, we can also go back and get them answered for you. Ted? Yes, Eric. I've got something that's on my mind. Please share, Eric. All right, you know you had something on your mind earlier. And yeah. I, it looks like you feel better now. You got that off your chest. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Nice shirt, by the way. Thank That's you. Like, like I said, this is, this is, I think it's a salmon. Salmon. All right, good stuff. All right, I want to talk to you for a moment about how to build your dream business. That's right. How to build your dream business. And this really has everything to do with our guest today. And it takes me back to when I was a district manager, right? I had all these automotive locations, 17 locations, and I, I had the opportunity to witness the building of several new locations, right? And so the builder would arrive on site, we would review the drawings, I could see how many service bays that we would have, I could see the layout of the customer waiting area. I could see the total square footage. But as I observed, I noticed there was this interesting trend. It was interesting, Ted. The, the actual building process always began the same way. It, it was interesting. So like they never started with the exterior lighting when, when they were building this location, right? They, they, they didn't begin by building the roof. Never happened. They, they didn't list plumbing as the main priority. I would think plumbing would be the priority. They never started with the plumbing. The building process always began by establishing the foundation. And, and I always wondered why did they always start with the foundation? Why didn't they start with some of these other areas? These other areas are important too, but they always started with the foundation. And then one day it hit me. So, so this is the moment where, again, if you're listening to us, you just need to pull over to the side of the road. That's it. This is it. 
this is it. You got to pull over to the side of the road. If you're on your treadmill, this is the time to press pause. If put the ham eating, sandwich down. Yeah, put your ham sandwich down. Yeah. Even put that Popeye's chicken sandwich down. I know it's good. <laughs> but You've you been in line all there. day for it. Yeah, put it down. Put it down. I, I think I'm helping you anyway. <laughs> Just have you put it down. Here we go. You can't expect to have a strong location if it's built on a weak foundation. Mm. Crickets, boy, that, that was, give them that again, Eric. Let me say it again. Yeah. You can't expect to have a strong location if it's built on a weak foundation. It's not gonna happen. Here's the thing, when you establish the right foundation for what you're doing. I was talking about you know, automotive location, but this applies to yourself. This applies to your business. You have to establish the right foundation. Everything starts with the foundation. If Trust me, and you'll see later as we talk about this, it's not gonna work if you don't have the right foundation. But when you do establish the right foundation, you can build your dream business. And when you're building towards your dream, you tend to hustle with heart. I like how you did that. I like, I like, I, like, I see what I you're see doing. What you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hustle with heart. Yeah. I think this would be a good time to bring on our guest. Our guest, she's a follower of Christ. She's mm. a wife, she's a mom. She's an entrepreneur, and she's known as the hustle with heart and health coach. Mm. Her mission is helping people bridge faith, health, and business for lasting results. Mm. She's the author of Pursuing Success God's Way. Right there. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that time was awesome. Pursuing Success God's Way, a practical hustle with heart. Yeah, practical hustle with heart. Published in March of 2020, she's a sought-after keynote and workshop speaker for groups of three to thousands. Mm. To thousands. She hosts the Hustle with Heart podcast. It's a weekly podcast that connects scripture and business to equip entrepreneurs to build businesses that honor God and serve his people. Please join me in welcoming to the 30-Minute Hour podcast, Erin Harrigan. I feel like I need a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. That's welcome, Erin. It is good. certainly an honor Thank and you. a privilege to have you on the podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to be here. I'm just like been listening to y'all and tuning into the what now movement and Eric was a guest on my podcast. Mm. Um, yeah. So I just love what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. We, we definitely. So, go ahead, Ted. Sorry. So, so, so Eric was a guest on your podcast. Yes. Because Ted, I didn't know you yet. Mm. But see, mm. now I do. Mm. This is interesting though. Eric is always a guest on a lot of podcasts. Hmm. Okay. I'm hustling with heart. That's why. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> I'm not well, playing. Welcome. I got to hustle with heart. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome again. 
Thank you. Oh, man. Thank so, you. So th this is the perfect time to ask this question. What does it mean to hustle with heart? So I love that Eric, you and Ted talked about, you know, this foundation um, because what I found in my entrepreneur journey is my foundation was faulty. There were cracks in my foundation because my foundation for me was all based on me. It was all I, 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 I. It was all, yes, I want to serve people, but I want to achieve this and I need to get to that level and I need to make that. And please hear me. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have more and be more to give more. But to me, what was missing was no matter how much I was striving, and I call it driving and striving, there was still this hole. And so what came out of that was a, was a key conversation with a mentor who said to me, Aaron, you don't know who you are or whose you are. You have tied and anchored your identity to the achievement and the milestones and the success measurements but what happens when those things aren't perfect, and we all know as entrepreneurs, mm. they aren't, right? Yeah. It's peaks and valleys. When you're on that shifting sand, if you've tied your identity to that, then you're lost, mm. you're drowning. And so what came out of that was this idea of how do, what came out of that is I gave my life to Christ in 2014. And then, then he began to prune and shape my understanding of what success really was. And so what hustle with heart is, it's the action of pursuing success God's way. It's the action of using our business as a vehicle for doing what is ultimately our purpose in all things, which is love people and make disciples. So he gives us a business as a vehicle, as, as, as well as the family and the relationships and everything that we have. But that pursuit, that actual daily action is what I call hustle with heart versus kind of hustling the way the world does. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so let's, uh, let's unpack this a little bit. Because I think one, first off, one of the things that kind of connected two of us is our stories are very similar. Yes. And, and that was very interesting how we, we both got to this point in our career where we felt like there was a hole and there was something missing. And even someone on the outside could look and say, oh man, you know, you're successful, but there's more to it than that. And that's, I think, where the hustle with heart piece comes in. But, but let's kind of, let's dig a little deeper. Talk about some of the specific things that you experienced kind of in your path that really told you, you know what, I need to turn in a different direction. I need to establish that foundation. Yeah, absolutely. So from a background standpoint, I was raised by a single mom in the Prince George's County in the Temple Hills area. Uh, we were raised, you know, my mom did the best she could wor working multiple jobs. We were in and out on and off of welfare. Um, we shopped at the food pantry. I had hand-me-down clothes for my cousins and my cousins were boys. So you know how well that went over. Hmm. So I, I grew up knowing that to change that in my mind, I was going to have to make a lot of money because to me, that was going to solve it all, right? And in some cases, yes, obviously. Obviously, if you do better financially and you're a good steward of those finances, that's going to make a difference. So I graduated high school. I went to college. I got a degree and I immediately started in the corporate world. And my goal was I got to get to the highest level that I can get to. And in my mind, that was, you know, am I going to make 30,000 or 50,000 or, or whatever? Um, along that way, 
as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to achieve, but I didn't want to, there was part of me that wanted to achieve because that's who I am, right? That's who God made me to be, made me to be ambitious. Um, but part of the reason I wanted to achieve is because in my mind, in, in the world I lived in, in the poverty that we lived in, like crawling out of that would be significant, right? Because then I could say, oh, look what I did, right? Then I could help others. But then as I say in my book, so that others could go, oh, she's a really big deal and she helped me. So again, mm -hmm. I, I, I. So that was sort of the undercurrent, again, the foundation. Um, in 2010, I really had it with 23 years of corporate, but I also was a primary breadwinner. So leaving my job was not an option. I was presented with a network marketing opportunity in health and wellness that at first I looked down on and then began to put two and two together to understand what does it mean to leverage your time and leveraged income, et cetera. And then I began to see that that could be my way out of corporate to allow me to have time with my family. But again, achieve, achieve, achieve. Yeah. And as I achieved, and I achieved great things, I had a six-figure salary. I drove the company car. Like I had all of this, but I kept just accumulating more stuff. Yes, having some more time with my family, but it continued to be about how do I make me look to the outside world that I'm successful? How do I achieve these levels so people can look at me and go, wow, she's successful, kind of wanting to overcome what I had grown up in. So those holes along that way began to crack the foundation. At the time, I thought I really knew the Lord, but it was sort of what I call this mashup between knowing God Jesus and the universe and the law of attraction and, you know, kind of all of those things together. And, you know, we know that God will move mountains to show us his will. And so I believe that it was a, a perfect storm, if you will, as my business started to kind of go a little bit backwards in 2013 and I was losing some ground and I wasn't getting to the levels that I thought that I would by then that I reached out to this mentor thinking she was going to tell me, well, you just got to do more and you got to read more and you don't believe enough. And you're not, um, you know, you're not believing that this actually is for you when instead she kind of listened to me. And then she went, hold on, here's the piece that's missing. So that's, I can see that in my background now. I couldn't see it at the time. Um, and I, and what you said as, as you're building that business, you know, you know, you can feel when you've got the right foundation, right? Everything kind of flows together. Um, the, re the connections are made, the relationships are built. Um, and I was finding that I was losing a lot of relationships. My, I, you know, my family relationships weren't good. My relationships with my siblings weren't good, but because I was so focused on getting to that achievement, I put those things aside. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So it kind of leads into the next question. So if you could go back in time to when you, you just graduated from college, you're about to start your career, knowing what, with what you know now, what advice would you give to yourself? Yeah, we were, I know I was thinking about this the other day. I think there's two things. Um, the first thing that I would, the first advice I would give myself is um, take the risk, right? Like take the risk. Don't just assume 
that the corporate ladder is the right ladder. Don't just put all of your eggs into that basket that you think is going to take you so far. And then I think the other thing that I would tell myself is um, treasure the relationships that just came to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, because I think I was so hell bent on getting out of where I was. And my siblings, if they watch this, will probably be like, yep, that's exactly what she did. Um, that I, I didn't want to look back. So I didn't treasure those relationships. You know, I didn't do a good job keeping in touch with my high school alumni. I didn't do a good job keeping in touch with my college alumni. I didn't think that would matter because I thought I'm just going to go do this. So treasuring those relationships along the way, I guess you could say build, you know, ultimately that builds your network, which again is another piece of your foundation. Hmm. Yeah, yeah but, but it's interesting. I, I don't, I know for me just coming up in school, it was never stressed how important that whole networking thing is. True. In the relationship, it was the more stress thing was stressed was you got to work hard. Yeah. You got to study and get good grades and finish at the top of the class, but no one really said how really your network can determine your net worth. I, they didn't really stress that as much. That's true. I agree with that. And I think when my girls were looking at colleges, I remember a number of the colleges we went to, they really shared that message. Like when you come here, this is the network that you're going to have. This is, these are the associations that you're going to have. And these are what will help you. And I agree. I don't remember that being taught. Um, I, but I, at the same time, I also know there were a lot of friendships that I just said, okay, I'm done and I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think it all goes back to thinking that you can do it all alone. Alone. Yes. You know, yes. I, if I study, if I, if I'm smart, I mean, if I do, if I can, I can do it all by myself and I don't need anyone, or anything to achieve as long as I work hard and do it. Yeah. Commit to it. So true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're here with Erin Harrigan. She is the Hustle with Heart and Health coach. You're watching us on the 30-Minute Hour podcast. Uh, I know we've got a couple of comments coming in from Instagram. Sweet Sation, she says, very good advice. Relationships are so important. Appreciate the comment. Others, if you've got comments, please make sure you're leaving those in the comment section. All right. So Aaron, describe your, your approach to coaching. So I think there's sort of two schools of thought around coaching. Some people think that, you know, it's so important that you have certifications and that sort of thing. And I don't. Um, but I do believe that part of coaching is really what I, I think God calls us to do, you know, he comforts us so we can comfort others. And so as I was walking out this journey and this sort of content was coming to me and, you know, to speak on or to start the podcast or to write the book, I thought there are other people who feel this way there. I can't be the only one, right? Um, someone in my Bible study last night said, you know, today's, today's younger generation thinks like, this is the worst time ever. And we've never been through anything worse. And yet and in some ways it is, but, and yet like for centuries, we've gone through things, right? So I think it's that, that idea of reaching backwards. My approach to coaching is very personalized for a long time because I was so tied to measurement. I tried to make my coaching program very regimented, very programmatic, 
very clear milestones. But then as I would work with people, I'd realize, well, this person's situation is different than that person's situation. You know, this person needs to really shore up where does, where does, where do they bridge faith and business and how do then they set goals that way versus this person who's crystal clear where the Lord fits into their business, but they have to, they have to decide, do I still have joy for that business? Right. So it's very personalized. Um, I work both with individuals as well as groups. So I work with my groups through a three week boot camp, um, And then I currently am doing a seven week course where I break down the book, but I really believe in, in listening as much as possible and, and to leave space for people to feel like they can say things to me that they want to say out loud, but are afraid they'll be judged for Mm. in their business. You know, this just kind of came to mind. I just, I think one of the ways that you know that you're called to be a coach is you're like, like I'll be out, like I was at the, the phone store and the guy's got a side business and he's just telling me all these things about his business <laughs> and telling me about his partner and telling me I mean, all these details. And that would just happen like all the time. Yeah. And I, I would just strike up a conversation with somebody and it turns out they have a business. And they started mm-hmm. just asking me all of these in-depth questions. Right. And what would you think? How would you handle this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because God puts those people when you're back to the foundation, when your foundation is strong. And for me, what I talk about in the book is in John 15, four and five, that, you know, Jesus is the, is the vine and we are the branch. So when we are tied to that branch and there's nothing blocking it, our ego, our pride, et cetera, that nourishment, that wisdom, that knowledge can flow. And when that happens, he puts people in our paths. Like that's what he does. So yeah. it's like, he points out to you that, you know, this, this person, or he continues to bring you those people. You have those conversations and you're like, okay, Lord, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Yeah. So that's so true that when you say that, and I think about that as a business owner, and I think about the many calls that I make and trying to get to certain people. And then you just go someplace and God will put that person a person right in your in your pathway and you're like okay well that wasn't me because i was just going to get a chicken sandwich for lunch right, <laughs> right. And, uh, i didn't position myself so i can't give myself any credit for being in the right place at the right time you That's know it. That's what my, i love that ted my mentor who brought me to christ i call her in the book i call her the velvet hammer um because she's like hard-hitting but she does it with so much love and grace when people would ask her about her business journey she would say you know, they would say like, well, what did you do? And how many people did you talk to? And, uh, and she just said, God just opened the doors and I obediently walked through. Mm-hmm. So it's not that necessarily those calls you're making are the people you're supposed to connect with, but because you're acting in obedience to make the call, yeah. God's saying you're being obedient. I'm going to make this connection over here. Mm-hmm. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's sometimes challenging to do that because we, you know, we know that sales is math, right? And we know that business is math. So we know, okay, well, if I call 10 people, three of them will say yes to speaking to me. And one of them will, you know, do business with me. Um, so it's hard when we're taking the action and we don't see that by taking more action, anything more happens mm-hmm. to really step back, which is one of the principles of hustle with heart, which is surrender um, to step back and go, I'm going to take this action, knowing that that may not be where the outcome is. Mm-hmm. 
So, so how would you describe your ideal client, typical person you work with as far as that's? Yeah, sure. Um, well, no offense, guys, but mostly I work with women. It just is what it is. Oh, well, no, no, no offense taken. No, good. Okay, good. Inclusion. Inclu <laughs> but we, but we're about to say inclusion matters. Inclusion right? matters, Aaron. Um, don't, don't get Ted started, Aaron. Inclusion <laughs> matters. Ask Aaron. He's right. all about inclusion. Right. Yeah, he is. So my ideal client is a high achieving woman in business. Generally, she is a woman of faith. Sometimes she's sort of, sort of on that fence of, you know, believer, not believer. Um, but she's tired. She's had success, but she feels that something's out of sync. Mm. Um, maybe she's rising up to whatever levels in her business, but her marriage is strained or her family relationships are strained. And I'm not a counselor. That's not what I'm here to do. But um, normally it's someone in that kind of a situation who's going like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing for my business, but something's out of sync or I'm tired of chasing the people and the money. There's got to be a better way to do this. It just doesn't feel like I'm aligned. Right. Mm. Um, and that's what I most often hear which leads to the conversation of, well, let's talk about what that could look like if you were doing what I call hustle with heart and here's what that means. And it's when I see the light bulb, right? You, you both know that feeling, like you see the client goes, oh yes. It, it's this sigh of relief, like you get it, like you get me, yeah. right? You see me, you hear me. Um, that's when I know that I've hit that right person. And I would also say that from an age perspective, I feel like my ideal client is usually between, this is a broad range, but it's like 35 and 60 because by 35, like they've been in the workforce long enough. Maybe they've decided to start a business to get out of a job or whatever. You know, they just have a different perspective. They're at a different place in their life. They've got, they've got a professional maturity uh, that makes a difference when you're trying to coach. Wow. So Eric, I guess it looks like uh, Aaron, I, I wouldn't have made it either way. I'm, I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm 33 years old. So oh. I was not gonna like be in your target of a of client, but uh, I may know some people I can look for. Right. That's I still like you. That's all the we got to stick together. That's right. it. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's right. Even if we're millennials in our own mind. All that's right. right. That's right. Uh, got more comments coming in. Uh, Jeannie Young says, amen, that is a word. So you definitely made an impact on Gina. I love that. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have some others coming in as well here. Uh, but let, let's talk about your book. Yep. Uh, Pursuing Success God's Way. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what inspired you to write it? What inspired me to write it was actually working with my own coach. So um, I do believe that everyone needs a coach at different places in their business. Yeah. I started working with her at the end of 2018 and she inspired me. I don't have any problem going live on Facebook. It's one of the things I enjoy doing. So she inspired me to start my podcast. So um, through 2019, that podcast was going on and last August, a year ago, we were having a planning and strategy session and I was thinking something very different would happen with the content. I had all this content from my podcast. I had a blog, et cetera. And I said, I just want this message to be out there. I, I don't care if I make a dime, not because I'm afraid to make money, but because I just want the message to be out there. And I feel like there are more ways for this message to be out there. And she said, it's time to write your book. And I was like, 
what? I, what are you saying? Um, but I had all this content. So what inspired me was what do I do with all this content? How do I give this content legs? How do I give this content reach? Um, so that those who would listen to a podcast might pick up a book, right? Uh, how could I get this content out there and then be able to utilize the book as sort of a syllabus, if you will, for a future course. So I had all my podcast episodes transcribed and then I started to piece them together, like literally on the floor with a big puzzle felt like, uh, started just piecing it together. <clears throat> that was in September. We had a deadline. I really wanted to publish it by February 28th because I was speaking at a, at a women's conference. Um, and then I started working with an editor and uh, she ripped it apart, <laughs> which I was like grateful for, but also sort of not expecting, right? <laughs> Eric, you probably are like, well, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. But in the end, she, we ended up not being a good fit. Yeah. But what she it, what she enabled me to do is restructure the flow of the book in a way that made sense, in a way that gave the foundation before the action, in a way that somebody could pick it up and read a chapter and, and make that useful versus reading the whole book if, you know, they didn't, they weren't ready to read the whole book. Uh, so that's what we did. And then <clears throat> that pushed the deadline to March 31st. Uh, which I did not expect that this was going to be published in a pandemic, but God is divine. So I do believe that the timing was perfect because I believe that, and I know it's, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's research out there that when the economy is down or, you know, there's, there's crisis going on, more people start businesses because mm. they want freedom and they want control and they want to call the shots. And especially this year, I mean, you know, from you all starting the what now movement, right? Like in the wake of COVID, people lost jobs, people were furloughed, people had to, they had to pivot, they had to shift. So for this to be published March 31st, it was the perfect timing, God's timing, that there were probably followers of Christ or people of faith who maybe don't know Christ yet, who were like, you know, I really want to go start a business, but I don't know how that marries up with my faith. Like, mm have I grown up with this idea of that being of faith means I can't make money, right? Or, or whatever. So that was the timing of it. Um, I've sold, well, I've definitely sold over, I think I've sold 125, 130 books. And I have a foundation that I started in my mom's name uh, called the Elaine's Gift Foundation, which gives scholarships to the children of single moms. Um, so I donated every penny of royalty from all the first 100 books to the foundation. So it was just this perfect timing and the perfect, you know, sort of confluence of all of that. Um, so that's the story behind the book. That's great. Awesome. Awesome. So, so what are some of the specific nuggets that people will walk away with after they read it? Absolutely. So first and foremost, it starts with the foundation of your identity. So when you first pick up this book, when you first take my course, when you first take my boot camp, the very first thing we address is knowing who we are and whose we are. Mm -hmm. So when you walk away from reading this book, that's the first thing you're going to get. The second thing that you're going to get is you're going to get an understanding of how God defines success. Mm -hmm. But it's not about the numbers. It's not about the measurement, but that he does create us for success. He creates us to prosper, right? The third thing is um, the five principles of success. Uh, or, or of hustle with heart. 
Um, and those principles super quickly are yield your fruit because my fruit is not Ted's fruit and Ted's fruit is not Eric's fruit, right? Like I can't be an apple tree going, I wish I could have oranges. Mm. We have to yield our fruit. Um, we have to have faith and then step in trust. Mm. Um, the third principle is you have to be surrendered. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Have faith and step in. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that was so interesting to me was this difference between faith and trust. Mm. And that, like, what does that mean? Right. Like, so you can be very faithful, but not trust. Like, you know, you can be like, I have all faith and I believe in the Lord and I believe that he directs my steps, but I think I'm going to handle this business thing, God, or I think I'm going to handle this finance thing. Mm. (laughs) Um, and then just very quickly, what I found on guideposts.com was that faith is a belief system, but trust is an action. So trust is actually the manifestation of faith. Right. Faith is a belief system, but trust, trust is, an, is action. an action. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, you have to surrender. Mm. And then um, one, two, three. And then focus versus FOMO. Right. So we all know FOMO, fear of missing out, which can be oh. a very powerful marketing tool. Right? right. But if we get too caught up in the FOMO, then we lose focus on yielding our fruit. Right? Yeah. We lose focus on what's my path is my path and what's your path is your path. And then the last principle is you got to give God the glory. Um, and I love, you know, Ted, what you said earlier that you're making these calls and, it, and the connections aren't happening, but then this other connection happens. And the only way that could have happened was the Lord. So the question is, are we going to give him the glory for that? Mm. Right. <sighs> Oh, so you're going to get that. Um, and then I would say the last thing is the action. Okay. So then how do I take action and what do I do when I hit the wall? Cause you know, when you start to take action, the enemy's coming for you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how do I work through those obstacles and that opposition? Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is a guide. It really is a guidebook to like, how do I do this hustle with heart thing? How do I bridge faith and business? And is it even right to do that? Wow. Now that, that's uh, those are great points. I mean, those five key points. Uh, I mean, this this isn't just you know fluffy theory. I mean, this is no. this is good content that a person can take and apply. Yeah, and, and you, make positive changes. You help you helping some non some non some non women and right. some of these <laughs> these nuggets. I know they was you know structured for some women. I think you helping some non women that you know that are you know might be outside of. Right. Target right. Well, and I think that what I wanted this book to be was not fluff, right? I really struggled because I wanted it to be, I wanted people to walk away with like, here's the top three things to do, or here's the top 10. Um, and what my coach said was, it's about the message. Like people are going to be able to take this and apply the message that makes sense for them. And I lived it. Like that was the other piece of it. Like my research is me, right? And I live it every day. Like there are times I say to my coach, like, I don't know about blah, blah, blah. And she'll be like, you know, there's this really good book you should read. It's called Pursuing Success God's Way. And (laughs) I might know the author. (laughs) I'm like, oh, right. I did. Yeah. And then I recently, I read through the book uh, because I hadn't read it like fully cover to cover since it had been published. 
I think I was kind of afraid to read it mm-hmm. and I was reading it and like, praise the Lord. So many times I was like, man, I wrote that. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> All glory. But <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Wow. So help me with something here because some of this, if you have people that have been around the church for a while, they have a business. It's like mentally, we know, you know, we need to do things God's way. We need to follow a certain path. We need to have the foundation. But what is it that keeps us from actually doing that? Well, my two cents is this. Uh, I think there's two things, which really comes down to one. I think it's the enemy. Mm-hmm. I, I think two things happen. I think, you know, the enemy wants us distracted and doubtful and discontent. Uh, There's a fantastic book by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. And in that, you know, he sort of interviews the devil and Satan says, like, this is what I do to get people drifting. So I think what happens is we start down this road and it happens, trust me, happens to me all the time. Um, We start down this road and then we're like, hey, this feels good. Like, I got this. Right. And then we start to take it upon ourselves. It's all right, God. Like, I got this. So I'm going to go do that. And he, you know, God's like, all right, you know, go ahead. But I'm just telling you, I'm still going to love you. Yeah. Um, so I think that the, the enemy steps in and then our own pride, our own pride mm-hmm. starts to take over, you know, and that's why his mercies are fresh every day because every day we can get off of that track and we've got to come back. Um, And while I do think it is common sense to a point, especially if you've been a believer for a long time and, you know, you're raised in church and you have a very strong community, I think it's easy to say, well, I already know that it's back here, but it's just like looking at scripture every day. And that same verse that you looked at, you know, a year ago, you look at today and it has a complete, like it's illuminated in a new way. Hmm. That's what I think stops us. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, you know. Another thing that you have to deal with sometimes is just others that kind of, they come and they put stuff in your ears. Like, oh yeah, Eric, you the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you wrote that book, you the man. Mm-hmm. You got that podcast going, you, you, you're doing it. And you get enough of that yes. in your, you know, I'm just, Eric, I'm just letting you know, you know, people, no one ever comes to me and says, <laughs> you know, but they're in the ear they're like, yeah, you're the man, you're doing it. You're doing it, you're the man. And then after a while you'd be like, you kind of puff up a little bit, you know, and you'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, I am, I am pretty much a big, I'm, I'm a big deal. And then you have to think, you know, you know, God opens up these opportunities for you and God should get all the glory for that. So. Yes. And you know what, Ted, I think it's that. And I think, I think there's another two pieces to that. I think what I hear sometimes is when someone wants to give me the credit and I'm really trying to be conscious of, no, this is the Lord's. And then I give the Lord credit and they're like, well, I mean, you're the one that wrote it, right? Mm -hmm. And so then they get you spiraling that way. But then I think the other thing is not just when they're puffing you up, but when this was my big fear writing this book was many of my business community in my wellness business, quite honestly, um, going, what do you, wait, you're not, at the top of the company. Like what makes you think you could write a book? Like what makes you Mm. think you could be a coach? What makes you Mm. think, right? So I think it's both of those things, which is the enemy getting us drifting. Yeah. 
No, I think you, know, you know, it's also it's also interesting when you were just saying a couple minutes ago, you were talking about the book and you read the book and you were like, man, I wrote this. <laughs> right. Like, like really, like, like you've given God the glory for basically writing that. And then when you yeah, read it, you were like, wow. Where did that come from? Yeah. 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 Great. That, that's interesting. You, you mentioned both sides of it. So you've got the one side that Ted alluded to where people are puffing you up. And you start thinking that is you that's causing the success. But then there's the other side where people are planting those seeds of doubt. Right. And, and sometimes it comes from yourself. Because anytime you're trying to do something aspirational, there's always that voice that says, who's going to read your book? Who, right. What makes you an expert? Right, right, right. right. What are you going to say that hasn't been said already? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that, that great wow. point for us to yeah. all be aware because it, you, have, you have to watch for both sides. You do. Mm. And I think that's where it goes back to that foundation that you're mentioning. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome, awesome. So let's talk about the Hustle with Heart podcast. Yeah. So I understand we, we aren't in the demographic for that, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just the coaching. <laughs> anybody okay. can listen to that. Oh, anybody can listen to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of 2019, one of the things that my coach encouraged me to do is to go. She's like, I want to challenge you to go live every single day. Hmm. And I said, okay, now I'm not like, I know this is probably, well, not for you guys. Cause you guys probably, maybe you do feel this way too. I feel like you would, which is like, I have no problem getting up and talking like that doesn't, I don't get scared to be in front of an audience, you know, whatever. Um, probably uh, that's probably more ego and pride so that but I really have to pray hard before I get on so that I'm like, Lord, let this be yours. Um, so I started going live every day and I called it the daily dose and I still do that. It's, you know, usually three or four minutes. And then once a week I was like, oh, I wonder if once a week I could go live for like 15 minutes on a topic. So then a few months into that, she was like, you, th- you need to make a podcast. And I'm like, I listen to, you know, I listen to TD Jakes. I listen to Elevation Church. Like I listen to Priscilla, like, you know, now Michelle Obama has a podcast that I listen to. And I'm like, who am I to do, right? Who am I to do a podcast? Like who is ever going to listen to my podcast? And now I got to go market it because I got to have hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm. Um, But she was like, no, just this is what you do. So that's what I did. Um, So the podcast came about because I know I, when I was trying to get out of corporate to go entrepreneur, I spent an inordinate amount of time in the car, right? Because I was driving and I traveled a lot. And so I listened to podcasts and she said, you know, not everybody's tuned into Facebook. You could do like a 15 or 20 minute podcast. And it's perfect because it's a perfect length of time for a commute or whatever. So I started the podcast um, and really tackling, I'm not a Bible scholar, so I always like to be sure that when I'm talking scripture and I'm relating it to business, that I'm using it in its real context as much as I can, but just connecting those dots for people. Um, and so that's how it started. And then earlier this year, I think it was maybe last year, I started this entrepreneur interview series because I thought, well, I want my listeners to hear from other amazing entrepreneurs who have built their business on a foundation of Christ or have walked a hustle with heart journey. So it's now, I think I'm up to episode, I don't know, it's over a hundred, but the, like the actual episode count, I think is like 
79, um, plus the interviews. And we just last week, just, well, my, my marketing team, if you will, um, we looked at the podcast stats and we have 2000 downloads. And to me, like 2000 downloads in 18 months, like, I don't know. I feel like that's huge. You know, I don't have as many downloads as I, you know, you guys probably do. Um, but I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that I've had 2000 downloads. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun and I do all the editing on my own in GarageBand, and I'm, you know, one day I'll hire a team that can do all of that, but it's fun. And then, you know, my kids are always like, Hey, you need to listen to my mom's podcast. So, um, yeah, it's been one of the things I've most enjoyed about this was like really stepping out into technology that scared me. You know, it's interesting. We always talk about how Eric and I got started with our podcast and it was, you know, Eric and I, you know, met in church, know each other from church. And we've always, you know, kind of watched sports and stuff together. So we always just kind of always have kind of gone back and forth with this conversation between us and some other friends. And we just thought, we just got together one day. So let's just get together and try to figure out something that we can do together. And we had a, you know, look, another millennial that we were supposed to be meeting with, we were meeting with and he, we're just like, you know, how do you do a podcast? Oh, just download this software and just get started. So it was like, okay, Eric, let's just, let's just do it. So the next week we just started doing it. And, and then we look at, you know, you know, how God has, has, has done, we've probably close to 80 episodes of this and we're doing it every week. And, and that, you know, helped to, you know, give birth to the what now movement and getting to connect with great people like you and, Love it. And it's just, you know, and, and so you talked about the downloads and all of that. It's really not that important about how many downloads, right? It's yeah. just, you know, the people that we're helping and then also the people that help us, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're, when we're listening to you, right, like that's that's helping us, right? So, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of stole my own thunder. I guess I could have used that at the end to say, you know, for my last... Uh, last statement for the show but yeah i mean we're getting so much from you know just when we we have guests like you that just give a perspective to share so it's just a great thing but no one ever thought that it was going to get to to we're blessed we're thankful well and just exposing your audience to this kind like like you could speak about these things too Mm -hmm. but sometimes those who know us and follow us and love us they can't always hear it the way we like they can't hear it from us. Right. So I think that's what I love most about what you've done with the what now movement. It's like so many different perspectives and Mm. so much interaction for people from all different kinds of backgrounds. And I think that's so needed. Like, I mean, we joke, we're serious, but also kind of playing around about inclusion, but really that's what it is. It's, it's being able to have that inclusion and all the different kinds of media that allows us to do that. Yeah. 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 Yes, it's interesting you say that. I mean, there have been people in the movement, like there's a guy from Toronto, Canada, and, and he, he'll he hit me up with an idea. And I'm like, I, I would have never thought to do that. Right. <laughs> you know? right. He's a millennial. Yeah. He'll say, hey, Eric, this is blah, blah, blah. And I'm, oh, <laughs> I would have never thought. But that's where I think that's the value of inclusion. Yes. You know, everybody's got their story, their experiences, things that they bring to the table. We wel- <laughs> and, we wel- and we welcome it all. I mean, there's no set type of, you know, individual. If you want to be a part of it, and it's, and it's all positive, and it's, you know, and you just 
sometimes I just go out there and I look at some of the collaboration, some of the communication. I'm just like, wow. Right. For, you know, giving us that vision to get that going. Yeah. Because, we're, you know, it says in the Bible that we're all one body, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the feet, the hands, the, all of it. And um, we need each other. Mm-hmm. Like we're not supposed to do this alone and nor could we. Mm-hmm. And there are ideas and perspectives that we couldn't think of on our own. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. So, so what's next on the horizon for you, Aaron? Ooh, what's next? Um, well, I just launched a seven-week live course based on the book. We're in week four. Um, so that we're doing that this fall, and then I'm going to be doing that next February. So that'll sort of kind of be a semester thing. Um, I'm also just opening up sponsorships for the podcast. Um so I got to pick your brain on that, you guys. But uh, I, just the other day, I was talking with my coach and I'm like, yeah. why couldn't I get sponsorships? Like, I don't have to have, you know, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be whatever company sponsoring it. Like it could be small business, right? Just to help them get their word out there about their services, their products. So that's exciting. Yeah. That's something that we're working on. Um and then, you know, for 2021, I feel like I have another book in me, um, but I, I'm just sort of playing around to see kind of what that is. Uh, and then I definitely want to do, I, I'll, Eric, you and I had talked about when we first met through the Faith and Business Summit or the Passionpreneur Summit sure. about speaking. Mm-hmm. And so it is, I mean, I've done a lot of speaking virtually, um, but my hope is that I'll, you know, be able to partner with some organizations, whether it's for their, you know, Bible studies or their ministries or whatever to bring this message to life. So that's kind of what I'm looking at for 2021. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Blaney Teal. Yeah. She's actually going to be a guest in January. On hey. the that's actually how uh, Aaron and I met on this, at this Passionpreneur virtual summit that she hosts. So fantastic. No, you've got a lot, a lot of good things coming up. Uh, so, so what's the best way for our followers to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so definitely go to my website and subscribe at AaronHarrigan.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach and then on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur. Those are really the three places to best find me. Um, and, you know, you'll see me live doing my lives and, of course, go listen to the podcast. Awesome, awesome. And then can you flash that book up one more time? Yes, don't miss this. <laughs> By the way, through the 31st, the book is free plus $7.95 shipping and I sign it for you. So don't miss out on that. Wow. Hey, everybody, you need to take, take advantage of that. It's free plus $7.90. I had to talk to the Instagram people on that one. I Go ahead. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Plus seven ninety nine shipping. Yeah, I'll give you that link because I don't think I I don't remember if I gave you that link, but I will. We can put it in the chat. And make sure yep. everybody can get to it. Fantastic, it. fantastic. So so now we're at Ted's favorite part of the show. It's called Around the Horn. This yeah. is where each of us get to give a closing thought to leave with the people. So Aaron, since you're the guest of honor, we'll start with you. Okay, so my closing thought is this. Anchor your identity to the one who made you. Eric said earlier, 
your foundation means everything as you're building your business and your foundation starts with knowing who you are and whose you are. Great. Well said. All right. Okay, Ted. I'm not even going to try. No, 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 no. How am I going to follow that? Oh, goodness. Because that right there, I mean, there's no comma after that. It's just a period. Like, like that right there is a, a business nugget, boulder for everyone out there. If you do that, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm... I, I just want to say, you know, I've I've been, uh, you know, as a as an entrepreneur of you know, twenty plus years. I mean, you know, just listening to this today, it's just you brought so many things together. There's been so many things moving around in my my head, and just I'm not even gonna again. I'm I'm serious. I'm not even gonna try to say anything after that. I think that that was just so profound, and uh, I just just you know just glad that uh that we had an opportunity to to meet and to have you as a guest on here. I, this first time I felt like I would just do a virtual hug. I'm hugging you oh. with a mask, with a mask on, right? But this is this has been this has been really this has been really good. And just oh. uh, just to you know just to you know reiterate that you know God's the foundation, and you know and and and, and I just think it's you know it would be hard to try to be an entrepreneur without faith. Like I could not, I couldn't like, I could not imagine being an entrepreneur without faith. But there's so many times you just don't know, you know, is that check gonna come on time? And you're gonna, you know, are you gonna bomb in this presentation? I mean, just it's just so much, and you know, and and just that one thing that you had said when you talked about, you know, it's interesting. And I wasn't gonna say too much, but it's interesting. I was having a conversation with my team today about some sales goals and talking about how to, how we're going to measure it, right? Like how many calls, how many this, how many that, and then just listening to what you said today and just being like, okay, well, you know, it's all determined by God and what, what success is, right? So it's kind of like, well, don't even, you know, really worry about that so much, right? Just, you know, worry about doing it, you know, and, and giving God the glory for it. Just go for serve. That's really, just go serve. Yeah. Yeah. So this was definitely a, you know, I know you're not trying to help the, the guys out. You're just trying to help oh, the come ladies on. out, but you, you help the guys out today. So I thank Good. you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No, that, that's excellent. That's excellent. So when I think about my closing thought, I, I saw an interview, they were interviewing Al Sharpton and they asked him an interesting question. They asked him, you know, what, what advice do you have for, you know, the up and coming civil rights leaders you know that, that are trying to get out there to talk him they're trying to be like you what advice do you have based on your experience he said something that was interesting that kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier he said don't let your ego get ahead of the mission mm. i just thought that was interesting and he was saying how you know when you when you get a platform you get people who are saying oh wow that was profound what you just said oh my goodness you know, say so you go to a church and everybody's falling out and falling out. <laughs> and it's very easy to think that it's you. Yeah. Right. right? You start taking credit that doesn't belong to you. Mm. You know, and, and, and you lose sight of the foundation. And I just thought that that, was, I just, that really got my attention that, you know, we can't let our ego get ahead of the mission. And we just always, Ted, you and I, we have to watch for that even with the podcast. Yeah. 
you know, that we, we always have to stay focused on the foundation. And yeah. I think it's really what Aaron, that's Aaron's core message, you know, staying with the foundation and, and doing things the right way, staying on the right path. So, yeah. Mm. So good. Awesome. Well, good. Yeah, Aaron, this, this has been an excellent episode. Excellent. And just want to thank you again for coming on the show and sharing what you shared. And yeah. Thank you guys. I mean, it's just such an honor to be here and just to be able to, you know, be the vessel. That mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what I want to be. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have to come back again soon. Oh, yep. well, now I gotta have you on my podcast, Ted, because you know. Well, let me know. Eric doesn't take me anyway, anyway. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't take me anyway. So I got to start getting my own podcast of uh, 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 invites. You need so your please, own pipe, let man. me know. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> it is at like three inches taller when you said that, Eric. That's right. That's oh, right. Let me know. That's right. That's right. I wanted to show all my salmon shirt. Right. That's oh, it. Like. Right there. Yep. I like that. Oh, man. But now th- this has been excellent. Uh, th- certainly, as you can see, this was not your everyday podcast. Right. You know, make sure that you check us out, like we said earlier, on the 30minutehour.net and come back here every Monday at seven o'clock Eastern time and watch us on the 30 minute hour Facebook page. That is our show. One more time, Aaron, put your book up. I know some people. They may have missed it the last time. Pursuing success God's way. Make sure you get your copy. Until next time, have a great one. All right. That was so good. Man, that was good. Man. That was so good. fun. Thank you. I got a little, I almost got a little misty at it. One point, you I, I, I almost did this. <laughs> man, I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> And you, you, you've hit on some, you hit on some things that I've been just kind of dealing with lately. Like, it's interesting. I have a, you know, a, a friend that had, that has a business and is, you know, starting to pick up pretty well. And I saw her post something and she was talking about, you know, just how she's doing and, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with kind of bragging. And why is it that, 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 um, that women can't, brag about their accomplishments men can do it all the time bragging and you know i got this going and that going and laying all the stuff out and i know her and it's sort of someone i've kind of been like a mentor to and i just feel like man yeah you're just what are you doing like you're totally missing it like you were missing it and so when people were commenting back they were like oh yeah you know you've been blessed and god is blessing you and doing things i'm sitting back i'm like everything that you said just sound like it was so much and I know you're proud of yourself and your accomplishment but you're just you're missing it and I was talking to you know another friend about that you know she knows the individual and then she was talking about something I think that Joyce Meyer had talked about about being boastful and then and then when you came on and what you said today I was like yeah you know but I guess you know we all kind of you know you start to feel yourself sometime and Yes. You know, and, and, you know, I guess when you first, you know, like you first see something, like I remember the first time I started to come in, I saw our first website, right? Like I, my first business card, like my first contract, my first whatever. It was kind of like, yeah. you know, you just start feeling yourself. 
and you just come back and then as you start to deal with things and you're like, Lord, how am I going to make this payroll by Thursday? I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do. And everybody says to you, oh man, it'll work out. It'll work out. How you know? How you know? <laughs> How do you know it is going to work? Oh, no, man, it does. It always does. And you just go to sleep, and the next morning, the money's in account. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I'm like, that right there? I don't know how. And I got to a point where, you know, I used to, like, Lord, please let me get this opportunity. Please let me get this opportunity. I I don't even do it like that anymore. Now I'm just like, Lord, Lord, you know what I mean. Yes. This is not the one. Yep. If it's the one, great. If it's not the one, there's a reason why, you know, because I may pray for something and get it and then be like, Lord, why did you let me have that? Yeah. So like, Lord, you know what I, you know what I need. Right. Right. You know? yeah. Well, and that's it. And I think we can get into that feeling ourselves. And then that pride starts to take over mm-hmm. and the world is noisy. The world that that's especially for women. There's all this boss, babe and mom boss and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the mantra that can be very, very easy to be caught up in. Yeah. 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 So sure. that was that was really good. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll, we'll get this edited, and uh, by the end of the week, maybe actually maybe like Sunday, um, I'll send you the updated link. Okay. It'll be um, you know for all of the podcasts and platforms, uh, and I like for audio. Um, the the videos on on our page now, so feel free to share it around and okay. uh, get people to watch it. Yep, absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you for this opportunity. Honestly, oh, thank so you. Good. Thank you for being a great guest. Yep. Yeah, great guest. Absolutely. You know, I've, I've got a I've got openings on the uh, the twelve noon live. So if there's a if there's a topic you want to talk about. Just yeah. like, no, I'll get you on the schedule. Sound like yeah. a th- sound like a thankful Thursday, oh, or something, right? Yeah, yeah or, mo- or, mo- think- or a motivational Monday. Either one of those, I think. Oh well, it's funny. The one that I did on Labor Day, yeah. Then I was able to share that same topic, and it was, I mean, it was a powerful topic. I wasn't even expecting that, but yeah, definitely, I'll take a look at that. Now that we're like back from vacation, my kids back to school, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so just let me know, motivational. I think I've got um, the next one's next Thursday. Okay. Thankful Thursday. Got it. Awesome. So. Okay. Cool. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Aaron. Yeah, Continue bye. to be blessed. Appreciate oh, you. You guys, too. Thank yeah. you. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Eric. Yep. Man, she is great. I know. Oh, my God. She is. I mean, just, just her spirit, man. It's just, oh, man. She's, Yeah. Very down to earth. Very. Oh cool. my gosh! Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I mean, I'm just, I'm so glad, man, that we just with the movement, we just kept it open to being diverse. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's huge because if you just make it just us, dudes that went to Norfolk, dudes that went to Hampton, just black. No, to make this open because you get so much from it. Like these people, I mean, just. I mean, that's, you know, we all need each other. And I think that's really what that's that's doing because everybody thinks, oh, yeah, well, you know, black folk, we just need a black folk. Man, man. No, you need, you, you need some support. <laughs> you need some support wherever you can get it from. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Hey, so um, 
you know, uh, there's this girl, she, this coach that was on the Real Housewives of Potomac episode last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, you know, I watched it. <laughs> I got a problem. Maybe we talk about it on Wednesday. I got a problem. Right. Right. Anyway, uh, so now she was coaching like um, your, your boy, the guy you know that, that owns the IT company, the guy that has, oh, Ray, Ray Huger. Yeah, Ray and Karen. I guess they're having yeah. marital problems. Yeah. So she's, she was their coach. Yeah. She's giving them all this advice. Yeah, I got all these tools. She's in the movement. Yeah. Like I had just, I had just reached out to her the day before to do one of the lives. And wow. Let me know. I'll, you know, I'll check my schedule. Yeah, she was on um on the episode yesterday. She's Eric, doing it. Eric, this I'm telling you, man, this thing, this is I'm telling you, dude, this is nothing but God. The way this thing has has turned like every move in this. From the podcast to the movement to like every move in this, like there's no way you can take credit for any of this stuff. There's no way in the, in what this is going to be. Oh, so you have to think if she's their per, their their coach, she's got to be on a level. I mean, they can have they could get anybody. Oh man! So she's got to be on on some level, you know, financially and all that to be for them to you know. Well, you know who used to be on that show too, though. Who was that? Doctor King. Okay. Yeah, he was actually on. He was on a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah Doctor King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. man, we got we man. I'm telling you, man, this thing is coming. It's coming together, man. I mean, the, the our show. I mean, our flow. I mean, it's just man. It's just the way it's. You know, God is blessing this thing and opening up doors and people. It's only a matter of time. Now, just get ready. Just get ready because it's going to be big, big, big. Oh yeah, I just yeah. and it's and it's nothing else out there like this. I haven't seen anything like this. I haven't seen so, anything like this. So Jackie, you remember Jackie? I told you she broke the internet. Yeah, she sent like eight people into the movement today. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like eight people that joined the movement because of her. Wow. You know, she put that uh that thing together, that little graphics, and yeah. be on the movement, blah, blah, blah. Like she's you no, know, she's plugged into a lot of people in the National Speakers. That's how I met her. Yeah. The National Speakers Association together. And they were all just like Wow. <laughs> They're like eight people. There are eight people in the, every time I turned up, somebody was like, Sansa wants to join the movement. Nah, nah, wants to join the movement. Sansa wants to join the movement. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I mean, what we're gonna probably need to do, and I know it's gonna be painful to try to fit this in but at some point you know something was dropped in my spirit today of us if not daily a couple days of the week just kind of doing something that we kind of go live like whether it's you you know you me and Sharon like just something quick like it was like these quick these quick like movement move a movement moment like just something like real quick, like what now movement moment. Yeah. You know, something real simple that we just talk about, man, how's the week, man? The week is da da da, it's happening, da da da, da da da. And then and then and then drop off. Yeah. Like some movement, movement moments. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but I just think that, you know, because the more that like some people consistently click on when they see us come up. Oh yeah. You know. But yeah, that's something to, something to think of. Something to think about. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Get going. Oh, well, before I let you go, um, so Roland, that was a good discussion today. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, sorry to hear about his wife. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Ryan <sighs> Roland, Roland's, Roland's a great, a great, great, great guy. Great guy. So I'm glad we were able to connect. And, you know, he told us about the whole Sharon Pender thing. We probably need to, you know, need to really sweat that now and just kind of help with some direction. But definitely, you know, work that. So it's not like, yeah, my takeaway, so it's not like the next step is us just going on that MDOT site and starting the process of getting registered. Getting, just getting a, you know, getting a and MBE. Yeah. You know, but it but it kind of comes back to just like what we did for the government. You, you get an SDB, like you get, you get something, but then it's still kind of like we said with that driver's license, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like yeah. if you're thinking, hey, we get an MBE, okay, we need to start looking at where there may be opportunities within the within the within the state of Maryland and other places. This stuff is, is and it's so relationship driven, man. It's so, you know, you just gotta just think of who you, like I said, who you know, you know, and and even looking at how we can leverage the movement to pull some of the people in we need to get to. Yeah. You know. So cool man. What do you what do you think about the game? I was surprised we took it to him like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's amazing what a difference like winning makes. So now like I was listening to commentators, they were saying uh, the same ones were bashing him last time about asking that, oh, yeah, that was a smart move. Uh, putting <laughs> And you know, the thing about the thing, I'll be honest with you, Haskins could have blown them out too. You you know, you know that you know that the that uh the Dallas they said they're on pace to to break records on being one of the worst defenses of all time. Yeah. Like so, so they expect like everybody expect, like I was listening to something the other day before the game. They said if you have fantasy and you have redskin players, put make sure you put them all in the game against Dallas. <laughs> this is the day, and let me and let me and let me tell you, and, and, and let me tell you what I did in fantasy yesterday. Who I had in the game. Was that? I had in the game. Let's see. I had in the game Terry McLaurin, who gave me 18 points. And I had Antonio Gibson, who gave me 20.80 points. Mm -hmm. So between the two of them, I had probably 38. 40 points. So, yeah, it, it, you know, so Dallas, I mean, they're hurting so bad that their line is totally beat up. They didn't have that. I mean, did you see the the play with, with Hol Holcomb when he okay. said Dalton? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't good. But we, uh, the guy was sliding and he went hit with the hit. No, 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 no. You're talking about the play when the guy made, when he hit Dalton and on that late play and got suspended. No, no, I mean, I put out the game. No. I need you to see this play before I let you go. Please just Google. Uh, what's the name? What's the name? Holcomb. Holcomb sack of, uh, of, of Andy Dalton. 
you gotta see you. This right here, what's his name? Holcomb. Yeah. What's, oh, you gotta see. I mean, I remember one of those times they sacked him. Literally, it could have been any of the. It was a. It wasn't a question, but if he's gonna get sacked, it was gonna be like who? It was like Chase Young. Sweat was there. Like Sweat ended up sacking him, but like everybody was on him. Yeah, this is what you need to. All you need is put Holcomb sacks Dalton, and you'll see the. You. This right here. This right here is. This is classic. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah, because I think um, like Zeke had a terrible block. Like he just <laughs> no, no, a block. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to see what happened with Zeke. I think I remember that now. Okay, yeah. He. I don't think it was a block at all. <laughs> we believe. I'm gonna share this one minute. Oh my goodness! You got to see this. Make believe made for everyone. A wave of confidence. They better stop playing and get Jack his money. On the Flavors. Well, now, now, now they got to see, you know, I guess see what his recovery is like. Yeah, I mean, he was literally keeping them alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he was lighting it up. All right. Uh, Jamie, I'll start with you in this one. What do I do if I have anybody other than Terry McLaurin on these two? Like, how much are you better? No. Again, just a bad day. All of them say when they're playing with the league. Mark Cooper's going to get targeted tackle on your right tackle. So there's a lot of people to blame. And it's, yes, despite the injury. And they're, uh, I don't know what to tell you if you're a Cowboy fan. You know, people are saying that they think the Redskins have a top five front four. Yeah, yeah, they, well, they said that before the season. I mean, the man, those man, those guys they have out there, man, and that's and I, Ionitis is hurt. Ionitis settles Allen. I mean, they they commit. They, I mean, people they committed to that thing, man. And you know, to getting that loss last year, getting sweat last year was big, and then doing terrible enough to get Chase Young. Because Chase Young is a beast. He's the real deal. Let's see if they show you this. No, hang on, let me. Oh, this thing, this thing is this thing is great. All right, stop sharing. I'm gonna do it on my other thing. Yeah, so. Right on. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you might have to share it. Mine isn't. All right, well, hold on. Hold on.
is brought him down. And guess who? Cole Holcomb from his linebacker spot gets there. Let me see if I can find my WhatsApp. Hold on. Let me uh, give you control so you can share it. Oh, yeah, here it is. You see it? Yeah. <laughs> now, now watch. Watch it. <laughs> God. Did you see him go through Zeke? Watch this. God. <laughs> <laughs> He hit that joker, and look, it's like he hit Zeke and made the tackle at the same time. Look at this. He just destroyed Boom! What was Zeke doing? Goodness. That, I'm sure they got, a, they got a gift for this. I have never seen anything like that. Goodness. I just called Hoka, man. He was hurt earlier. He's a beast, though. Like, like you can never stop. Like, I could watch this a hundred times. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a bad loss. That was terrible. Let me stop, man. You can watch. You can watch that a hundred times. That was. Hey, what else? Did you see uh, that Seattle game? Uh, yeah, the guy's running, running. I guess he, yeah, he had an interception and was running, and then uh, that DK was Metcalf, Met DK Metcalf, and they talked about DK Metcalf when he came out that he really wasn't that fast. He just had good size. That dude, if you look at him, he is cut up. But you, but the way he ran and the angles and his his strides, he sucked that little dude up. I mean, that was one of the hustle plays of the year. I mean, that was wide receiver. Dow Green ran down John Riggins that time. No, I mean, Tony Dosset that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big dude running down a little dude like that, man. That was crazy. That was good. And uh, what was it? Uh, Was it? Oh, that's what it was something else that that happened. Anyway, man. Yeah, that was a good game last night. You watched the whole game, and the Cardinals won that thing. Yeah, we're going back and forth, and yeah, we're good. But anyway, I know you need to run. I'm going to get out this office, partner. So I guess I'll chat with you later. All right. All right.